Pickaxe. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. Welcome, Welcome to back. the Triforce Podcast. <laughs> How you doing, We're everyone? back. Holy shit, another week. Wow. Guys, what's up? Well, Are you good? Very little. Everyone's good? Yeah. I had it, uh, a friend of mine's over from the States in London. Uh, oh. If you're a Dota fan, you may know him as William Blitz Lee. Uh, Ti commentator. Oh shit! That's the um, the uh, the Papa Smurf um, Super Mario. Um, the what's the fucking guy's name? He's got the beard. Storm. Storm Spirit. Storm Spirit. That's yeah. him, right? Yeah, he plays Storm. He, a he's lot. like yeah. the big Storm Spirit main. He was guy like he, was he, that like was his hero. Yeah. He was so good at it. He tried coaching me one time, and uh, when I used to play help, Dota, I watched him stream but, um, a bit and stuff. I, yeah, I, I thought he, he was pretty good. good. Stream. Yeah, pretty, he doesn't pretty stream entertaining anymore. Guy, yeah. He's the manager for DC now, or the coach. What? Sorry, he's the coach for DC. DC. Oh, not DC um, Comics. No, DC uh, okay. like the um, the team, Digital Chaos. So they oh, came. Right, okay. They just won a tournament. Um, they came second at TI Six. He wasn't coaching them then, though. He was coaching Liquid. So I was just catching up with him. Um, and the weird thing is about working on esports is there's a lot of people that work in esports that you wouldn't want to go for dinner with because they're just a bit weird. Uh, yeah. And then there are there are a lot of people that are really cool, uh, and he's he's one of the the weird ones. No, he's one of the cool ones. But yeah, it's um, <laughs> it's, it was good. That. It was good to see him. Yeah, I met him. some Hearthstone people at um, BlizzCon, and I thought they were a bit weird, we, way weirder than I expected them to be. Yeah, you got to remember that these people started much like we did. Um, started their careers, if you like, you know, sitting in a in a bedroom by themselves for twenty hours a day playing a video game yeah copious amounts of a video game so like the expectation that they're going to be socially conditioned and have <laughs> uh you know people skills and <laughs> yeah have ever like attended a job interview or uh, that's the, that's the main a thing car i think is, total you know, absence of life experience for most of them because their yeah, lives yeah. A, they're it's, still they're still super young so they're yeah. like 18 or 19 so just because it's they're nuts. a big deal in esports they have done fuck all like they were in school a few years ago and i know most of them have never felt the bare flesh of a woman let alone <laughs> exactly you know what i mean it's like these people need to be better rounded i think i think when they when they well, sort of get young. picked I up mean, into esports wait, were you rounded when you were 18 yeah i was <laughs> if, you're, um, if you're a pro esports player you have to have put a lot of hours into the game no as well. but no this is this is the thing though i think when when they when they get you into esports they discover you and they're like holy shit this guy is like the best hearthstone player ever when they sign you to a team, each team should have, and this, they should do this in the Overwatch League because the Overwatch League hasn't started yet. Okay, so this would be like a perfect proving ground for this idea. Okay, every Here team has what, it, like, kind of like a Big Brother house. Okay, so like they they draft a, a bunch of people in. They're all like seventeen year old nerds who have like never left their bedroom and are just like like Rain Man levels of good at these games and stuff, and. They make they force them to live in this big brother house with like a bunch of Playboy bunnies and they there's like a bunch of cocaine in there as well. <laughs> Beer just like free flowing and stuff. 
Uh, and then there's like a track out back with cars that you can learn how to drive and stuff. And 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 it just it's just going to expedite all of these experiences that you should have, like these life experiences. I couldn't but disagree it'll be more. Con- totally normal It'll be condensed down into like a week so that you just like you get laid, you do drugs, you 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 drink for the first time and you get fucking hammered and make mistakes, life mistakes. And then you learn how to drive as well. And then they could even bring in like kind of like they do on Dragon's Den or like The Apprentice. They could bring in people to do like mock job interviews and stuff. And like so it's like a test to see like, you know, if they're like personable and they they can like, you know, communicate with people and stuff like that. And then I feel that they would be well-rounded and not just like fucking nerds. And then they would be able to then enjoy their esports career. That's like a a sort of robot's idea of how to have life experiences. How to condition a human. Have them all laid out in sequence. (laughs) You are now going through virginity training. Please enjoy. (laughs) You can use this as a bodega. Like, it's like, it could totally happen. There could be like a... I'll tell you something. There's a robot in this week's bodega. So it's funny we should talk about that. Does he provide virginity training? You'll have to find out. We'll have to find out because, yeah, the robots obviously vary wildly in what they could be. You know, it could be the guy with the wavy arms like made of tubes or it could be, you know, basically <laughs> My a human. Robot. Like most, most Hollywood robots are humans because it's yeah. much cheaper to just get a fucking guy and paint <laughs> yeah. his face silver. And it, I mean, yeah. like you said, the wavy arms, you know, that sort of panicky weird robot with all lights and things is... And a, yeah. and a cube head. Yeah. It always looks like us. It's like something straight up out of Postman Pat, like the panicking if Pat wavy had arms a robot, robot. you think? It would yeah, look yeah. Like, like that. It like would panic, it would that. wave its arms, it would have lots of lights and stuff. Kids love that shit, don't they? So yeah, I would say something, uh, something kind of timid about oh my oh wow oh, we're do fancy yeah. nice cup of tea after seeing that robot oh my goodness that, that's that about doesn't it. go there pat <laughs> 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 what's pat doing he's having he's sex of... training yeah he's oh. doing his virginity training <laughs> pat's, Long pat's, pat. look, dude pat's a player the guy think... drives around all the time see <laughs> knocking on the doors of all these lonely housewives you're telling me pat hasn't indulged come on pat's all pat over that is, is getting tons of action Absolutely, yeah. yeah. He's that probably... was a bit premature, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> what? He's giving feedback. He's Thru- giving thrust the harder, feedback. Pat. More rhythm, Pat. <laughs> More rhythm. Oh my God. <laughs> Flip me over, Pat. <laughs> Engaging Barry White. Setting, mode, mode status. <laughs> Sexy. Oh, shit. Oh man! Do you, do you think people are like, oh, oh well, no, that's probably a bad, a bad course of action to go down. Do you no, think no, people are messed on. up by the internet? Is what I was going to say. When it comes to certainly when it comes to nowadays, you know, Porn. having access to all of the stuff that that these these guys have access to. Well, I listen, think... um, a popular search term on Pornhub, <coughs> not not from experience, but of I'm course. Just, a, a new, a I new popular it, search, search term. terms. Actually, yeah, most what popular is it? search what is it? terms. It well, one the- of the what one of the new popular search terms on Pornhub is Overwatch, and there is 3D remodeling being done of the characters in Overwatch in all sorts of weird and wonderful and fantastic sexy scenes. Let me check this out. Hold on. It's true. Yeah, I saw that on it's Reddit post really, as well. Yeah. It was one of the and, most and, popular. And funnily enough, and it's got to be troll searches, but there was like a substantial amount of people looking for Bastion in Overwatch <laughs> on Pornhub. <laughs> who is, robot. 
<laughs> actually really? a gun he's a gun and oh he my can goodness trans- it's like a transformer basically do you reckon so- that's women looking for bastion no Possib- i think it's possibly. those people who are into robots like uh, so, there, are the, there are those people, people that are, are into though? um yeah there are people that are into sexualized airplanes dude airplanes oh okay oh, yeah. i guess there's like those guys that like stick their dicks in exhaust pipes of cars and stuff there was too. that guy who fucked a pavement that time do you remember Oh yeah, did you? That was did a you, great and, story. Uh, and there was that guy that got caught having sex with his bike, his ten-speed bike, <laughs> in a hotel whoa, room, whoa. and this... he was actually put on the sex offenders list for it as wow. well. Wow! Yeah, what, like a maid at a hotel. Rights? Like Come on, some Scottish guy. No, I think it's just because it was so fucking weird and perverted that they, like, what they, like, they, they just couldn't the risk not putting him on the on the list. Oh I mean, my you god! Could have, theoretically, you could have sex with anything if you strap a fleshlight onto it, right? Is, so I guess that was. I guess so, but I don't think this was the case. Like right. he must have just been like rubbing up on like the the God safety damn. bar. Or, I just I saw know. Tracer giving what's the gorilla's name? Winston. <laughs> yeah, giving Winston. She's giving Winston a hand job. This is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, it's like. God damn! Just so a little. Just, mean, just a this sprinkling has always of been a thing, though, right? There's always yeah. been. Porn surrounding every video game and every franchise. Yeah, but this is really well done. This I know, is, this is like professional yeah. level animation. I mean, I looked into it for like much like you for research purposes. Research I had purposes. to check it oh out. Oh my god, here's a guy. He's doing a bukkake shot on all six of the female characters at once. <laughs> of course, so, what a play! Of course. So Overwatch yeah. used to be in 2015. It was wait, she can't have a cum shot. She's not in the meta. This is outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> Please, for God's sake. Please, oh, for God's sake. Oh, fuck. So yeah, it's like 15th most searched for term on. If you yeah, can right. possibly it's believe it, pretty on, fucked up, isn't it? Bastion was weird. not in it that I could see, which is, uh-huh. uh, it's kind of, uh, it's not cool. I think Bastion deserves a place in there. He'd be Man. good. He'd be, I mean, the he's a fucking is, Bastion, robot. Like Lewis was saying, you know, outfitting things with the fleshlight, Bastion could easily be modularized to have I'm sure he could. those capabilities, you know? Like yeah, he's, I mean, if Dana yeah. can have sex with, with, uh, Tasha Yar. Well, then... when, you, when you, yeah, that's true. I mean, when you said sex with robots or a fascination, like a sexual fantasy yeah, about yeah, robot yeah. or whatever, the first thing that sprang to mind was Data because he's like, you know, and you think, yeah, okay, I can see that because he looks like human or whatever. But like Bastion does not look like a human. No, you know, like but he, he, well, he, not in his not in his fixed form. But he can he runs around like a dude when he's not in the. I know, but even then, he's still like, you know what I mean? It's not. You're not admiring his curves or anything, you know? Like, or, Here's the question. Is a Transformer... He doesn't have, like, a banging <laughs> six-pack. You know, like, his horse painting is making me uncomfortable. <laughs> is a Transformer sexy? That's the thing. I mean, you've got to ask. There, there are going to be people out there. I, I think it's people who... they've Like you were talking about people who've never formed... Uh, you know, human relationships and have lived in their bedroom. The only things uh, that maybe. they see day in, day out is Bastion and Diva and stuff. That's what they form their sexual interest around is is what yeah. they see every day. You know, we covet what we see. We don't covet shit we can't imagine. So yeah. I think if you I just mean, play I mean, Overwatch I, for 12 hours, you know, you're Is obsessed. it natural for me to just like boobs and like a nice face or am I conditioned to like boobs and a nice face? That's the question, right? I think it's... Uh, I see lots of boobs in a day. Well, here's know, the thing. For research. If, if, if we, nice yeah, faces course. too. But but the so, thing is that there is, there is definitely biological aspect to it. I mean, that's what sex is. It's not, it's not just some mental 
jiggery pokery going on. It's all, it's why we're here. You know, we are still animals. Yeah. I mean, a dog doesn't look at another dog and think, Phew. Check out the hind legs on that. He just—it's just a female dog in heat, and he's a dude, and that's that. Like that—that's how animals do it. So if we yeah. think that actually it's all some careful social conditioning, what we're saying is we're not animals anymore, and of course we fucking are. So that part of our brain, I think, is very simple. Some people—they're—you're yeah. in, into what you're into. That's that. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Man, so it's really—I will say—it's really, really creepy that the third most searched for term in the United States is stepsister. Stepsister? Yeah. Well, I guess these are all kids who've, uh, like, of divorce, right? Because divorce is so... I mean, nowadays it's so commonplace. So it's not uncommon to have a stepsister. There's probably a lot of people that have fantasized about doing their stepsister, which is, like, you know, technically probably okay. Yeah. It's a a co-hab... situation yeah you ain't you blood know. relatives in any but way you're shape, not blood form. relatives you're not gonna have kids that have to like drink pizza through a straw for the rest of their lives or anything like that is it so. legal to marry right. your step sister well, i guess if she's because i think in some states sister, you can actually then... marry your cousin and stuff there is no legal like, moral or ethical reason for you not to marry I guess that's, not yeah. incest. It's, it's, what, what about cousin? Like second or third cousins? Your cousin? I'm pretty sh- that is on sure. the search terms, I will say. No, but I'm pretty sure, though, that there's some states that <laughs> 26 allow 26 states allow first cousin marriages. Half, like See, half first the cousin, fucking states. Like first cousin is like, you know, there's so definitely... In, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. So no European country prohibits marriage between first cousins. So only 26, so half the states in America don't let you do it. What states are those out of interest, though? Like, just give me like a sample of like... Are they like <laughs> take a guess? The good states, <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Enough said. Hey, anyway, I'm gonna marry my cousin <laughs> Springfield as well, of course. <laughs> cousin Eliza, we're getting married. <laughs> Mary Lou, <laughs> oh Jeb. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean here I you think go. That's... First cousin marriage allowed. Alabama, that's number one. <laughs> Not course. just alphabetically, it's right up there. Alaska, right Alaska. Oh, ca- Alaska, California. That's surprising. Actually. Colorado, not in Delaware, sir. That's not how we roll. Nice. Nor in, uh, nor in Kansas, nor Kentucky, nor Louisiana, which I'm surprised by. Oh, Louisiana, I am surprised by. Actually, I figured that would be a hotbed for first cousin marriages. Yeah, but... same with uh, Mississippi, but no. Yeah. So it looks like it's like a lot of the the, the southern states are saying no. I I suspect. That that's it's religion-based, right? Well, that be and also, I, I honestly think it's not necessarily religion, because, I mean, states like South Carolina and Virginia and stuff, it's fine. I think it's because the states where they don't allow it, people married their cousins so much, the gene pool was getting fucked up. And they were oh, like, we got to so, yeah. stop this cousin shit, because everybody's buck-toothed and got, like, please. <laughs> yeah, so, goofy as We got to stop fucking We got a nation of goofies. <laughs> we got to break out of this cousin cycle we're stuck in, folks. Only we were oh, smart enough me. to figure out how. <laughs> ah, shit. You think that's how Forrest Gump came about? I think it was just a movie, my friend. I hate to break it to you. No, it's got to be based on a real guy, though. No. You can't just make that shit up. Of course you can. How is no, Forrest Gump based on? He met the president. He was in Vietnam all the rest of it. It's, it's ridiculous. Dude, Easy e met the president as well. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> a lot of people... You know, a lot, a lot of people get to meet the president. So it's not too out there. <laughs> easy. I'm Did Easy e really meet the president? Yeah, I think he did. Wow. <laughs> That's oh, a cool shit. 
in Italy, the, the third most searched term is foot job. Jesus. Nice. Very unusual they're just thing. Like, they're just really ahead of the game in Italy in terms of sex. They're like, oh, fucking vaginas. There was something that really creeped me out, actually. Boring. There was there's like a foot. website where people kind of um, collate oh, yeah. pictures of girls' feet, okay? And so there's yeah. there's like a whole website. I mean, I, I think to, the foot fetish is like I think it's a it's really it's a really detailed database that Simon found of feet of, I didn't of get girls' it. feet, and it's I didn't got get like it. yeah. Oh, is it bare feet though, or is it like feet wearing? No, it's like, human feet. Human oh, feet. Dad, so. sorry, I was in. Dad joke. Dad joke. No, but like um, no, but seriously though, is it any feet or is it like? Just girls any feet. shots of of those people's feet. Girl, are there shots of just feet. like like really hairy man feet as well, or are those not? I think it's I think it's only women's feet actually. Do you know yeah. what right. this is? This is interesting. Actually, I've got a question for all the women out there listening to the Triforce podcast. Men seem to be into all kinds of weird shit. Like some men yeah. are into foot jobs. Some men are into feet. Some men are into getting pooped on and peed on and all the rest of it. What what a uh, do are women also into that kind of stuff at the same volume that men are? Are there no, as many not, women not out the, there? I wouldn't who are say like, at the same volume. I fucking love men's hairy old feet stepping on my vagina. I fucking no, they, 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 <laughs> the kind of thing that women, women are. Out women there are, are are wired totally differently to men in you in reckon? so many so many ways, and like and definitely sort of like uh sexual fantasies and and stuff like that i think they're different as well because like the things that women want are totally different to the things that men want and one of the things that men want is for women to be more like men you know like like a man thinks that like oh how great would it be if like i'm obsessed with like with a fucking i don't know feet or whatever i met a girl who's also obsessed with feet and we would be obsessed with feet together and stuff and like I don't think women are like that generally. I, 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 of course, there's there's exceptions, the rule for sure, and, you know. But I don't think at the same volume that men. Yeah. I think I think men intrinsically are perverted. Yeah, and I, I think, don't think, I think women think are. are. Yeah. I think I think there's definitely, like I said, there's exceptions for sure. But like, you know, most most people that that get charged with like sex offenses and stuff are male. I mean, yeah, it's it's true. very rare that a woman does. Right. I mean, no like, no it, woman's is fucking a bicycle. Right? No, 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 no woman's going it. out there and fucking. A, unless a, a, a man, pavement. unless a man puts her up to it, and that for like the purpose of making a porn or something. <laughs> or like he's that. really you into I mean? watching a woman but, fuck but a bicycle. No woman is at home right now in her spare time getting jiggy with like a fucking bike in yeah, her bedroom yeah, or true. whatever, because she's probably just like sensible and has other shit to do or whatever. You know, but, like, you know, you you get those women who um, like you'll see it in in fiction a lot. She's she's into something kinky and she's got a lot of shame about it because I think yeah. that that's a societal thing. If a dude is into fucking the pavement, he'll he'll fuck a pavement. Like there's no and shame. You know, and the worst that's thing outside. is he'll do it. The pavement he'll, is outside and he's doing it. He'll do that. it and he'll be shunned, but he'll find a community on the internet the next day <laughs> who fuckers. will gladly accept him of pavement fuckers. Yeah. I'm gonna Google welcome, pavement welcome fuckers into the fold, right Gary. Now. Um, glad you could join us. We're just talking about a type five uh, asphalt covering that we've all gotten boners about recently, and um, we're we're really considering going on a group field trip and uh, fucking it together. So um, we're just planning that out right now. Gary's just like, oh my god, it's fucking all my Christmases at once. I found a group of people that finally understand me. My 
I don't know. Maybe, maybe obsession with pavement. Well, this like, looking at this <laughs> this page of stats, right? So twenty. So of, of visitors to like Pornhub, twenty five percent of them are women. Okay, which is right. a, 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 obviously a lot less. Okay, uh, a lot less women are like looking at porn online and stuff. But I don't think amongst that proportion, they're any less perverted in their. In, in what they're looking into I but mean, again are they doing this in 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 private most men will do this in private i would assume i think right? a lot of i think if or are they are, or they, are, are their boyfriends and, and husbands or whatever like putting them up to it sort of thing i think guys say, like oh, let's watch a porn stuff, together because like, like men do that dumb i know shit, i know women they? i know women that watch a lot of porn i know plenty really? of women that yeah lots of porn and they don't watch the the shit that's tagged female friendly which just involves like a fucking fireplace and people kissing and he's like he, he says i'll call you tomorrow at the end you know it's not that kind of shit it's the no, real okay. gritty some massive dude just pounded away on some women's chick's favorite okay, nice. do you want to hear this women's favorites viewed more often by women compared to men okay right yeah pussy licking Right, <laughs> right, of course. Female, yeah. female friendly, <laughs> lesbian. Love, so eloquent, Lewis. I love it. Gangbang, double yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Really, the gangbang yeah. stuff is popular. Man, you wouldn't think the gangbang would be popular I amongst mean, it, women. The whole point like of the gangbang is it—it's like de- demeaning the woman. It's like totally objectifying the woman. That's the whole point of the gangbang. Like she ain't in charge. I mean, it's kind of she's like the, got. Ten dudes fucking her. There's no way she's in charge of that situation. If she's in charge of it, strong independent people now. No, no, no. I I think the reason people want it, respect, right? Exactly, and that's why it's attractive. Sex is always about what's taboo, right? Do women masturbate as much as men? Because like a hundred percent of men masturbate, right? Yeah, but it's so easy for them. Why? Why aren't they doing it all the time? I'm amazed they do anything. Maybe they are. They just keep it secret. We don't know. Maybe anything about the the biggest secret in the world. Amy (laughs) Schumer would have said something by now. What have you been doing in there for so long? It takes me a while to get ready. (laughs) Yeah. Oh shit. All right. Oh, you cracked it. That's why the old makeup takes so long. Makeup, my ass. You fucking whacking off in there. Dirty cow! <laughs> Get out here and show me your feet. Fire. Oh God! Are you, oh fun, you having God. sex with another robot in there? I am. I am a digital postman. <laughs> I have been programmed in over ten thousand sexual positions. <laughs> data, data. That's to my finish. ready room, data. <laughs> right. Oh, so here, here's a list of twelve sake. weird things that men have tried to have sex with. Okay, bicycles. Apparently, yeah. it's not uncommon. The pavement. No. There was that guy, Stephen Marshall from Scotland. A goat. Yeah. I like this one. In 2006 in Sudan, a Mr. Tombe was caught having sex with a goat in order to pay a $50 dowry and to marry the goat. Apparently they're oh, still together. Fuck, Mr. Elifi. That's Mr. even Hold worse up. than him fucking the goat. I know, like, right? What the f- <laughs> Mr. Elifi, the owner of the goat, described interrupting the carnal act. This is my favorite bit. When I asked him, what are you doing there? He fell off the back of the goat. So I captured him and tied him up. Captured him. I like that. <laughs> a picnic table, um, a fence, uh, street signs, not uncommon apparently, park bench, um, a steel a steel bench that had holes in it, but his, he got his knob stuck in it and he was face down with his dick in the bench and uh, they had to cut the bench out and take him to the hospital with the bench still attached. Uh, a car... It's actually I a mean, me- mechanophiliac. Did you know that? Sorry to, sex with in, sorry to interrupt, but Please. this just sort of leads on to another thing. I mean, I think, I don't think it's fairly common, but it's not unheard of 
that women get admitted to hospital with like weird shit like lodged in their vaginas yeah, but as well. I don't, I don't think that's about that object. So maybe they are doing. I, I hear more of the weird shit lodged in men's asses. Than yeah, that too, too. But like, but like cell phones when they when they when they started to oh, make the them vibrate. small. Yeah, yeah. I um, I think I think there was like a time where every it was like, like hour, every every new... week we got another one, Jerry. God. Oh god, it's really stuck up there this time. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Motorola's. Shit. I don't know where it is. Try calling it. Try calling it. We gotta find out who this is. It's like a clamshell. <laughs> oh god. You know what? I reckon uh, you wouldn't want to try that with the new fucking Samsung. That's the danger. That's why ladies oh, gotta be god. careful. Yeah. Because if they get wet, they fucking blow up. Right, lamp posts. Right, like, yeah. A lilo. Now this I can understand because a lilo is kind of soft and. And yeah, yielding, a lilo, I, yeah, could, I could see that. Yeah, if it's got a silky, like, uh, you know, a pull yeah. string or whatever. As long as it's not, these, these are, no, 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 these are things that people have had sex with. The, my, my concern with the lilo is, was it just one of the plain ones that looks kind of like a small mattress? Or was it like shaped like a little happy dinosaur? Because if you're fucking the happy dinosaur lilo, I, I think you've got to ask questions about yourself, honestly. Henry the oh, Hoover, yeah. <laughs> which is not uncommon, people have sex with hoovers. And pie, like in American pie. So right. people have sex with pie. Sure. Man, my, one of my friends when we were teenagers, we went to his house and we, we drank at his house and we got pretty drunk and we were talking about like, you know, masturbating and stuff as you do sort of thing. And, um, you know, he was, he was pretty, he was pretty drunk too. And he started saying that like, he has this, like, he has this system that he uses sometimes. So we were like laughing. So we're like, oh, okay, fine. He's like, yeah, I, I have like a silky pillowcase. So what I do is like, I like... I roll up my pillow with the silk pillowcase and then I like sandwich it in between like a bunch of like duvets and wow. stuff. Okay, this is I a really, it. really common thing actually. Yeah, yeah. And and we we're like, oh, you know, laughing and stuff. And I, I slowly turned around and in the corner of his like basement, like because he had this bedroom <laughs> oh, down God. there. There's like a like a pile of duvets and like a fucking silky pillow on top, <laughs> and it was just like one of those moments where I looked over and I saw my friend looking over, like not the guy that told us the story. We just sort of looked at each other, and then it was like, it was like from Caddyshack when they when they find like the baby Ruth floating in the pool. <laughs> we were like, ah, run! We just oh like fucking ran out of his basement. Oh, it was so gross. It's like wow. you've been you've been on a sleepover and you really regretted. Asking to borrow that silky pillow that one time. Yeah. Oh God, I'm not. I'm not feeling well. That looks really I, comfortable. I have to phone my mom. I gotta go home. Oh, oh shit. I know that <laughs> a, lot, a lot of women like the the tumble dryer or the washing machine when it's on. Like the the washing machine when it's on final spin when it's just oh, that's vib like vibrating. That's like a classic cliche. Is that actually true? Yeah. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Is that really? Yeah. A hundred percent. The vibration for that thing is serious. And if apparently yeah. if you lean up against it or sit on it, it's it's really good. If you're a woman, yeah. For a dude, you just you just feel vibrating. That's well, probably why Mrs. Facts is washing everything all, all, every day. <laughs> She's washing yeah. all the time, taking days but off work. I'm gonna do so much laundry there? today. You know why, how much laundry we have. Why'd you pull the washing machine out again? It's meant to be in this little cupboard. Oh no, there's better freestanding. Let it stand <laughs> free. It was making a noise. I just <laughs> just had to take a look. It's a, it's oh my god, it's a robot. That's what it is. It's a fucking robot sex machine again. That's <laughs> yeah. what it is. You know what? I, I reckon. Uh, Vibrating penises is the future of evolution, or an implant of some kind, where the dick just vibrates like I, crazy. I, here, here Women would right. love that. Here's the thing. So we talk about how it's so unnatural to have people going out there and like having sex with a bike or whatever, and it is like totally weird. But it is, yeah. It, do you not think that 
that that is more akin to what it would have been like in nature than something that like it vibrates like how much would vibrate in in do you not think that the vibration is like overstimulation and that that wouldn't have existed in caveman times in, like when we in, evolved, in nature you know I mean? are, are we talking what about humans are we talking about vibrates? in nature oh, well in nature there's no concept of sitting around for an hour um, <laughs> yeah, pleasuring they didn't yourself have this time. Like, in in nature uh, like a rhino gets a boner shoves it in and does his business in like five seconds and then carries on with his well, life no, there's because totally they have loads no concept, of examples right? of like these little frogs or uh, these little monkeys or whatever like using frogs as like a flashlight they yeah. like grab a frog and like you know you said there's, well, there's loads of monkeys whacking off everywhere i know that there, there was a vibrator i think they there, there was an ancient vibrator that would that used bees so they filled a, a vessel with bees and it vibrated and you could you could use that. That's like your basic vibrator right there. Dangerous. Oh, you, you're, you're, killing, you're kidding yeah. me. I'm what? not kidding you, dude. Bees vibrate, right? That's so you, the one one thing in the world that I would not want anywhere. A tube full of bees. bees. Yeah, yeah. Like, that would be a hell of a, a, I'm a pretty easygoing guy. Wouldn't there you like, go. Cleopatra, the first vibrator, filled a hollow gourd with angry bees. The violent buzzing caused the gourd to vibrate. 554 BC. There you go. Yeah, I mean, if okay, they're contained, even, and they, there's no chance they could come out and like and stuff. I yeah, don't maybe, think cave, I don't think the human being evolved though with the ability to put bees in a tube and like it wasn't very commonplace, was <laughs> no, it? No, but I think that's why we were placed it's like on that this scene earth. when it's like that scene when cavemen discover fire right next to the fire. The camera pans over and there's just like a cave woman with, <laughs> with like a seashell filled with bees. <laughs> <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> oh shit! Oh fuck! Yeah, oh, I wonder. God, I man. wonder if cave people, like, let's say you got to around ten thousand BC, like the very early foundations of society were starting okay. to form and and stuff That's like that. that. In ten thousand BC, yeah, it's, it's just commonly accepted that. as the beginning of of time. So there's a common thing about the. Um, I watched. A, I think it was a, a video. So uh, with about this, the this, this is yeah. when we. This is when we. We're, we're using fire and, the, yeah, and the year, the basically the year tribal. you just think of it as the year now should be 12 um 17 okay 12,000 right. to 17 because right. it is effectively that is the era of humanity that is how long we have had since we started to come together and form the very first civilization so it's the era when right. humanity came out of the caves or I mean, honestly, of, though, how yeah. the fuck do they know? Because well, we have a oh, little seriously, fucking they're evidence. finding fucking you rocks sound like and Donald stuff. Trump. It's honestly, there is a lot of evidence, and that's generally so. It, it, I what like that. evidence though? I, like what? I'll tell what you, honestly I'll tell you. ties it all together where they can get an accurate timeline because that's just. That's yeah, it. okay, fine, but like, how they do they date like it back? How do they know that they haven't just found like something from? You can use carbon dating. You can use carbon dating for one thing, which is which is pretty accurate. Uh, way okay. more accurate than people think. And it also, is hugely accurate. The, Apart like, from in the last like fifty years, because we fucked everything up with with radiation. Right, but so, I mean, you, if so, you're carbon dating something that was old, you can you measure. You can't carbon date anything since World War Two, basically, because really? it, right. um, after yeah, after the radiation experiments, we completely fucked the amount of carbon in the atmosphere. Wow, and it's completely thrown everything out. So basically, sometimes it's very difficult to carbon date certain things from. That are very either very very old or just after World War Two because they're the same. <laughs> right. Wow! Um, yeah, 
but, but yeah, so they, they do that. I feel there, a there tremendous sense of loss right now Why? after that one. I'm like a bit depressed. Because well, of no more carbon, carbon dating? Situation stuff like, I don't think fuck. we'll have to worry about it. And if someone's carbon dating our stuff in a few thousand years, we fucked up anyway. Like if people are well, carbon we don't dating... Well, we don't need to because we're smart enough to use like time capsules. Like Lewis made one. Put like all of his Pokemons in there and stuff. <laughs> so when, you know, in like my a thousand years... Pokemons. They're like, oh my god! They had yeah, nerds back then. Pikachu! Holy shit! Put in his favorite turtleneck and stuff. <laughs> Give them an idea what the fashion was like. <laughs> shit like that. So, so yeah, like like that's they story, didn't do that, that back a, that in a, ten thousand. Divergence from what we were talking about. Yeah, but yeah, I like the idea that we've the humanity's been around for twelve thousand years. So go on, period. I've forgotten now completely. I mean that that's it's gone. Oh shit! Oh wait, where, I remember. Yeah, so, I remember. I remember now. So, I mean, we sit around and we think about the future and people were thinking about the future a long time ago, right? They were thinking like in like the 19th century, you had, uh, you had people writing about time machines and space travel. And they thought that maybe like they had, there was a competition to find alien life in the solar system. Did you know this? The, the, they wouldn't give a prize when? out. Not that long ago. It was like the, the 19th century or, or the start of this century. Because the, the it's, century, it's much sorry. more likely now that we we could potentially find some. Right, but they like, thought it was easy, and they thought that every planet pretty much surely must have, could have had aliens on, and that the competition no, but, wouldn't give a prize if you contacted life on Mars because it's too easy. That was the way they put right. it. It would be too easy. <laughs> so they were like, no, right. no prize for that. But if you get someone on Venus or whatever, we'd love to talk to them. So here's a prize right, okay. to encourage people to do that because they really thought. You know, if we're on this planet and there's a planet right over there, it's almost certainly got people on it. You know, why wouldn't it? Sort yeah. of thing. Well, because they've 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 already found a couple of planets in other solar systems that sort of fit yeah. the same criteria as Earth, for example. Yeah, it's yeah. A, like in this, like uh, what do they call it? Like the, the Goldilocks, Goldilocks zone. Yeah. Zone. Yeah. I mean, there's that one like, that they found where it's at a perfect distance from the sun, exactly. where there's enough water, and then there's enough like germs and shit where. It could Stuff live. Could yeah. evolve, it's not too hot, not too life. cold. Yeah. yeah. But there's this one that they found, and the, the sun has this weird, um, like it gets occluded by this object that's clearly passing between us and the sun at this fairly irregular interval. And they think it might be some kind of like distant space station or something like that. That was their theory, like some massive wow. alien space station. And it's literally like the fucking Death Star. It's like eclipsing the sun when we see it, but because its a, orbit is irregular, they think that it's almost certainly moving in some way. So it's not like a fit, it's not like a planetary orbit, which is predictable. It's it's yeah. on an irregular orbit and stuff. Uh, wow. So I thought that was awesome. I mean, that could That's be a whole awesome, bunch of things. That's awesome, but it's it's terrifying at the same time because yeah. it's so well, unknown. Well, it, it would have like, been a long you know, time ago. What the ago. fuck are we going to find if we find something out there? You know, like I think most people assume that we're just going to find the Ewoks or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, what if we find something that's just like, you know, giant fucking like brain-eating worms or something like that? Probably like, would oh, be. Man, I don't want to find that. If we bumped into something, the thing is, if it's smart <laughs> enough to get I want to die us, before we... we <laughs> embark on that as humanity like, if it's, together. But dude, if it's smart enough to get in a fucking spaceship and come here, they're probably not just going to go, now that we're here, let's eat their brains. Because it's like, why do we come all this way and do all this I engineering? I do not want my brains to be eaten. They won't And be. I do not want to end up Period on, is 100% right. If they are, I don't want like, to end up on a planet, in a space base, alone in a ventilation system either. <laughs> like, these are things I would <laughs> desperately like to avoid in You'd my be lifetime. Fine. That won't happen, don't worry. It's a little bit like Hitchhiker's Guide, in the sense, like, you know, they... They just we're just if someone comes here, it's probably just because we're in the way of them building a super, super great hyperspace 
roadway through yeah, yeah exactly highway, through highway, the solar yeah. system you know there's no that we are a speck of of irrelevance you know to to any kind of alien be- beings that are powerful enough to visit because yeah. space is so 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 vast um it's ludicrously huge and everything is so far away and being capped by relativity sure maybe relativity isn't isn't the limit maybe we can go faster than light through some means but currently our theories say you can't and currently that means that everywhere is so far away that you'd have to be frozen for hundreds of years to get there and it, it's just kind of pointless like you know what why would they what have we got if, if they if they can already get here uh with their technology and what, what would be the point it's a little bit like you know we don't need to go to the moon or mine asteroids because there's millions and millions of of unused square miles on this planet that are free you know there's we should it's cheaper to mine underwater it's cheaper to mine the deserts the ice caps than it is to launch up into the asteroid belt you know what why would anyone come here when they can just get it from the nearby i guess is what i'm saying or a planet or a solar system where there's no fucking life but maybe maybe nobody wants to come here but maybe if we aggro them they will. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. Just aggro the let's, mobs let's and leave, Let's leave it all. Let's just say they're out there. We, we know they're probably out there in some way, shape, or form. And you know what? Let's not aggravate them. Let's just fucking do our shit. Let me get to like 90 years old, pass away peacefully. And then you know what? If you want to go fucking make contact with aliens, go for it. Just wait until I'm cremated. Maybe they just turn I'm up cool. and be like... And don't even, don't do even not cremate me either. You know, like, don't fucking bury me or something where the aliens can come back and resurrect me, because I'm done. When I, when I die and I'm like 90 or whatever, I'm done. I don't want to be resurrected and come back or anything. Oh, man. Or be like a fucking... That's so sad. Part I'm of a zombie army or anything like that. I want to be lesbians. a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just carry on with that. Is no. this the planet that indulges in bastion porn? <laughs> See, I, I Where are your bicycles? That... We will mate with them. I, I don't think that, that you could. Uh, <laughs> you could think that, like, uh, I don't think it's going to be possible that we're going to have our brains put to computers before we. Well, I think we're too complicated. We're too complicated organisms, and we know how basic computers are relatively to, to compared to our brain. You know, sure, like, Give if you get a supercomputer, it can do Come more on. teraflops or it can calculate, you know, yeah, long yeah. division faster. But uh-huh. there's no way that we're going to have our brains or consciousness put into anywhere. And even if we did, it wouldn't be us, right? I yeah, think that, no, yeah, but yeah. they may might they might want to preserve people, though. And like, you know, in a way, you know, like a, like a big celebrity or, you know, like some somebody that's had like a really big impact. But you've got to understand that sure they can stuff. preserve them, but it won't Yeah, be but them. they might want to hook their brain up to a computer at that point to help preserve them. And like, you know, some people, you know, somebody passes away and like maybe they host like a late night talk show or something. And everyone's like, fuck, what am I going to do without this guy hosting this late night talk show? And then they can preserve him by hooking him up I to the computer. I suppose that is, I could believe that they would actually pop someone's brain out so, and keep them know, alive through Generations that. and generations can then enjoy the same things that their forefathers did as well. The whole thing about that is that it's like the Star Trek transporter thing. Okay, this, 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 the, the, there was a great video about that as well on YouTube. I think it was, I can't remember who did it. It might have been the Kurtzkazakts in a nutshell, guys. But the, the transporter is effectively a death machine. It it kills you and then creates yeah. a new a clone of you. Right, right. right. Yeah, because it, it, it disassembles you and then reassembles you in a different yeah, location. So right? We talked yeah. about this in another you're, episode, you're, you're, I'm you sure. You die and then a new version of you is created, which yeah. is 
spooky to think about, but that would be the same thing as having your brain put into a machine, right? I mean, but if it makes it so that you can avoid like a 20-hour flight, I think it's worth it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, or even like a couple of years. Like how long does it take to get to Mars? Like five years currently? Six months. Something like that? No, it's six, longer than six that, months. Isn't it? Six months. Six months. It takes six for months the, for the yeah. next. Uh, what about console? all these people that are doing this like isolation training in Russia? Because they like, got to be there. Some of them have been isolated for like five years. Yeah, you got to be like, there totally or Mars. You're not going to come insane. right back. It's, That's the point. They can't. Even even people with like the highest mental stamina and agility cannot do it. Like it's impossible. Why are they just making the most of it know, while man. they're while they're here? You well, know, rather than isolate themselves for ages here and then isolate themselves for ages there, that seems, it seems yeah. really stupid. They'll be like, they oh be shit, I wasted all that time. I they should be been doing that sex. thing that, that we put all those esports guys in and give them a full rich experience. The Playboy Bunny Mansion with the car driving track outside. I read it. Have you guys read that book and, or seen that movie Dark Star? Yeah. It's a bit like that. Like the, you know, the, the prolonged isolation the of really, space travel. The and really yeah. old that book is hilarious. Star Wars famous sci fi movie you're talking about. It's terrible, but yeah. 1974. Yeah. It, the whatever. movie is awful. The book is very good. It's though. John Carpenter, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had, had to change big, a lot of things in Star Wars because of Dark Star. They had so that originally. Big orange garbage bag inflated <laughs> for the monster. <laughs> It's really bad. <laughs> a lot of things like um, the, the Millennium Falcon originally looked like the Dark Star ship, and oh, they had really? to yeah. like change it. Yeah, God. but the book is hilarious because it's a bit like Catch Twenty Two. You know, it, there's no it. Do, it's not glorifying space at all. It's just like you know, it, it's it's showing the really mundane, boring, shitty mental anguish side of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like. You know, like Star Wars, everybody's like, oh, yeah, just going to jump in my Millennium Falcon and fucking kill guys and stuff. In Dark Star, they're just like, yeah, six months of nothing. <laughs> yeah. We're fucking it's so fed fucking up. We want to kill right? ourselves. And it's like super boring. It's pretty funny. So it takes between 150 and 300 d- days to get to Mars, depending on the speed you launch at. The alignment of the Earth and Mars and the length. Oh, that's right too, because there's like ideal situations right, where right. they can and uh, they can and how much fuel you're willing to burn. So yeah. that's the thing yeah, is yeah. if if you've got to carry enough water and food to last you from here to Mars, and when you land enough to either set up some kind of fucking Martian style hydroponics farm like like Matt Damon did with his own feces and potatoes. It's starting to right? sound like a portage, Jesus. <laughs> it's a proper fucking portage. Dude. Yeah, this is like <laughs> a, a portage. portage ex- Extreme Portage X. <laughs> yeah. Portage. But they reckon uh. that a lot of private, the reason they're so happy that private industry is getting into space travel is because, I mean, honestly, governments can't afford this shit. You've got to justify to people the NASA tax bill. Everybody loves NASA. That's right thinking. A lot of people fucking hate NASA and think it's a waste of money. Well, they've been they've been like uh, totally gutted though. Yeah. Like they've had their funding cut like every systematically year. for years. Every year since yeah. the sixties, yeah. And uh, and even like the the space shuttles that like they they finally retired the old models, but the yeah. ones like um, the ones that that have crashed a couple of times and stuff. They they had to use them. They had to keep using them because the way that they were making money was. Um, they every time they would launch, they would take commercial satellites and stuff up, and they were big enough to to actually hold them and and deploy them yeah. from there, yeah. sort of thing. And it was like, fuck, it's such a weird, such a weird industry and such a weird thing. But they still do a lot of crazy shit. Yeah, like, they still but, I mean, they, they think the mining decent funding mining and and the, like for instance, the yeah. earth is running Mine, out of mining a bunch is going to be right? is what's going to make it worthwhile yeah. for for I mean, private. They'll, they'll turn up with a giant rock of space. something that they've towed here. 
It'll yeah. take two or three years to get here or whatever, but it'll be worth billions, so it'll be worth it. Like, they'll make a profit on it. Um, NASA does a lot of important stuff. I mean, they, yeah. they, uh, the thing about NASA is that apparently, like, the, the classic story about NASA is that every dollar spent on NASA is worth two back. Like, generally, like, through what they, what they, what they, maybe that citation needed, but it was something like that, that it was, that, that they, they ended up making so many useful innovations what they did and most of it has has made it into your household like microwave wouldn't have been possible without you know nasa doing um, stuff around space travel like computers as well like personal computers there's so many things that like can can be sort of traced back to uh technology that they were using like um you know to to get into space and this is like the early shit too like this is like when they were doing the lunar landings and stuff like vibrating that vibrating washing machines yeah um, yeah yeah just you know, um, those those uh, a, they invented a the conch filled with angry bees yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know the thing that was a really big, early uh, caveman nasa invented the first bee cock yeah nasa houston we have a yeah. bee problem They've escaped from uh, astronaut Laura's vagina. Houston, uh, we're horny and perverted. Uh, Lorelai's uh, bee vibrator has, uh, <laughs> has, has broken, broken yeah. off. We got bees. Be... They can't fly in zero gravity now. So what do we do with these little puppies? Come on. Help the little bees. Coax well, they them, sure vibrate them. a lot. Any ideas? <laughs> Man, I would love one of those near my dick, my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Houston to Mars one. Could you guys get on with it and just get to fucking Mars, please? Houston, we uh, we need more bees. Send us up more bees. We've had some disturbing communications back from our Mars colony outpost. It sounds like just a lot of buzzing. We're not quite sure what's what's happened. Oh man, some weird moaning and groaning in the background too. But, you know, there's a big reward at the moment for someone who can come up with a way that lets astronauts poop in space. In a, in a good way, like in an effective well, they, way that doesn't they, make a mess. Currently, they can pee, and yeah, then the yeah. pee can be processed back into drinkable water for them. Nice. But I don't know if if that if the it works with poo. Don't they poop don't into think, like a Henry I don't think Hoover you can poo, and it can tube. be re- no. But like I, as I understand it, the poop is then flash frozen using the vacuum of space, and I think just yeah. blasted out into orbit, probably right. just as poop, because yeah. it's not going to do anything, right? But I, I mean, it, like as particles. But the problem yeah. is. The the, the 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 thing I watched it. There's a really interesting um, GIF you can watch, um, or it might have been a computer simulation about the cascade failure effect of a satellite or two smashing into each other and and blowing up, and that that debris then starts to orbit the Earth and hit into more stuff that causes more debris, and it just goes on and on and on until the yeah, entire yeah. orbit is full of just smashed up satellites. So you're saying that these frozen poops could pose a problem a to problem. orbiting satellites yeah. where they'll hit their failure. solar panels. Yeah. I think that's how the field gravity starts. Yeah, yeah. frozen yeah. shit gets hit hits by that like guy a, in the chops. A poop at like yeah. sixty thousand miles per hour. Yeah. We're tracking yeah. this poop on the uh, orbital radar, and it's headed right for your face. Look Looks out. like a what Russian happens, one. What happens to your diarrhea? Does it just like freeze, freeze up into solid. like a, a big sheet? They're like a bullets. big sheet of shit. Oh god, <laughs> that is terrifying. Traveling at twenty-six thousand miles John, an hour. John, turn around! Oh my god, is that a frozen sheet of shit approaching the satellite? <laughs> <laughs> Call Houston. We got a problem. Jesus Christ! Oh my god, <laughs> I shit myself as well. It's a cascade effect. It's a cascade. All of us have shit fish paste. <laughs> Houston, don't look up. Do not look up. The sky is a. Clue. Don't look at me. Shit. 
Fuck me. Oh, so what have we talked about so far in this podcast? Porn. Oh, shit. This has been an X-rated one. poop now in space. Drinking your own pee. Yeah. It's a really good one. I mean, we we haven't talked about... Does anyone have anything non-sex uh, or uh, fluid related that, to talk about? Like, what have you guys been up to at all, uh, if anything? Uh, other than watching Overwatch porn uh, on I, the I, internet. I, I bought some new shoes that don't nice. really fit me very well. And so I'm getting like a blister on my ankle. Uh, they, they, they on your chafe. ankle? What'd you get? Like half, did you get like those high top converse or something? I, well, like, I wanted to get some like walking, like boots to walk because I'm walking in and it's like, it was really, really cold and frosty the other day and I slipped and I was like, oh, I don't want to twist did my ankle Did you buy some Timberlands? So I bought some, no, they were just like cheap. They weren't oh. even like a brand. They were like literally Should've like 50 quid, but they were, they were exactly well with like some brown, Lace up boots. They were like had a little bit of fur inside. I was like, oh, that looks nice and comfortable. Oh, it I turns can fuck out this. They are not. <laughs> <laughs> this looks like it'll feel real nice against my dick. Uh, that is ex- exactly not what I was thinking, but now I am. Um, <laughs> nice. I'll get nice. some uh, some foot shoe leather on it later and see if I yeah, can get, you get know what? some silky fabric. Just to uh, to roll this conversation back. When you're talking about shoes and people having sex with them, I just um, this was interesting. There is a whole eBay sub market of people selling secondhand shoes, which is not something you'd buy to wear because most people, you know, it's it molds to another person's foot and it's just kind of fucking weird. But people will buy the shoes, these secondhand shoes, previously fucked shoes. No, 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 they're not fucked. They're just owned by like some some hot teenager. Like that's the backstory right. that the sales pitch has. Oh, so it'll say, "Oh, it's like on Orange Is the New Black, sort of, where they were selling like prison panties on the internet." Were they? I missed that episode. Yeah. So what they were selling? This like, prison gear was worn by a hot inmate called Teresa, who killed her husband. Y- yeah. Mm, like yeah. That yeah. Kind of stuff. And, and it'd be like really stinky, filthy prison undies. Right. So these guys yeah. have figured out that if they can come up with an erotic backstory for the shoes, so most of it is like right. mainly about sort of a chavvy teen who would beat you up if you thought you were gay, and now you're fucking his shoe. Like, that's hot. That's, like, hot for some people, right? That's, what that's their the thing. F- okay. so I've got like, a couple I'm of serious. problems with this. Go on. Okay. I'm for, done, guys. Firstly, I'll, I'll see you later. I'm sure, like, the, the, the grosser the better, okay? And it takes a lot of time and effort to get a shoe, like, super gross, right? You have to... Like, if you've imagined, like, in your life, you've probably had I don't a know. pair I know of really some old, people. sticky yeah. shoes, just right? You two months, to... and their shoes are just, like, a wasteland. It's disgusting. Oh, really? So, the, yeah. so certain people are just super sticky. Also, I'm not really convinced, like, you could tell if a girl or a guy had been wearing it, if it wasn't a very specific, if it wasn't like a red <laughs> like high-heeled shoe. No, it doesn't <laughs> matter. The, the point is... <laughs> so, so, okay, you got me, Sips. <laughs> the point is, it's just a story. Like, they, they know on some level that it's probably not true, but it doesn't matter. The story is part of the erotic interest in the shoe. Right. If you look but it up I, on eBay, it's very I would be always obvious. paranoid that it, I'd be getting hold of some guy's shoe, you know? Yeah, Man, well, no, they are guy's like... shoes. These are guy's shoes. That's the point. These Jeez. are these are men's shoes that these guys are into. My old shoes have to be thrown in the garbage. They yeah. are so bad. Like they stink. No, they, they have to be launched are... into space. <laughs> yes, and frozen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bad. yeah. Fuck yeah. me. Like, oh, I don't, I don't understand that. I anyway, yeah. Sorry. So, <laughs> so you bought these new shoes? Go on. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So no, I. I so I, you I, bought I, you you so you bought some furry boots, is what you're saying. 
and they just they they just they just they they kill me. I can't wear them. Right. And so I now why don't I've you just wear shoes though? Like, like, why did you buy boots? There's no snow or anything. Like, he just said because like he almost slipped over, and he thinks feel, I'll get some high top uh, I feel ankle like I, support. I ought to have a pair of like boots that I could use to go out and stuff. Because when we went on this um, like last shoot out to a field to do heroes generals or whatever, I turned up in like my my slip on you know, trendy white sneaker things that just got completely covered in mud instantly. And what was I wearing, Lewis? Do you remember? What were you I wearing? I went to an army surplus store. Try this. Go to an army surplus store. They always sell shoes and get some paratrooper boots. And they'll be like Swiss or Swedish or German well, paratrooper used. boots. Sometimes they're used, but they're hardly used. Like they're not, it's not right. like a secondhand pair of shoes. You can get them Did brand they... new as well. They are unbelievably Did you get good. you I'll be set for <laughs> A brave and bold soldier wore these ones. Oh, he was sweaty <laughs> and you know naughty. This is what girls' porn is, though. Girls' porn is all about the stories, right? Yeah, it's all yeah. about the emotional backstory. Whereas men aren't really. Well, maybe we are, but like, I, I don't know. Like, a girl's into foot stuff? I don't think so. I can't think. I, I don't know. Have you ever be... read, like, remember in Playboy, they used to have, like, the um, the stories, like, the story columns? Yeah. And they always had, like, funny words for everything. Some yeah. of them are all right. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> my, my, um, I remember at Throbbing school. Throbbing love. <laughs> truncheon. Yeah, truncheon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At school, we used yeah. to have a lot of those porn novels. Because obviously this was before you just had a smartphone with pictures of tits on. like, And we couldn't bring a porno mag into school. So yeah. we had like these erotic novels that you could get. They were like filthy. Like they were properly... You know, proper dirty descriptions of sex. It wasn't just <laughs> subtle kind of romantic stuff. It didn't have a dude embracing a woman on the front cover and a picture of an orchard behind him. It was like proper, just a picture of a, a, an old slapper on the cover. And it was like dirty stuff. And we would read this and think this was amazing. So I think erotic fiction nowadays has gone to the internet. And it's always about like Diva and... Uh, Winston getting it on and stuff, but now <laughs> it's all 3D done. So that's but Winston, slash you can't gone. fit in this mech suit. Well, I'm gonna try, baby. Use your <laughs> ultimate. I'm getting in with you. Yeah. <laughs> Use your ultimate. <laughs> I'm using my ultimate. It's like, uh... Oh, Winston, that was the play of the game. Woo! Oh no. <laughs> no. Me. I think you must have. I think you've probably got exactly all of the. All, that's exactly what they all are, probably. Not Those people make a lot of money. Are, Those know, are the guys who write that really successful, Oof, like because you need to be one, a massive I? fan of the of whatever genre you're writing the slash pick yeah. about, and you need yeah. to to also be able to write erotically. So I, I mean, most of the people who do this are probably into it. Like they're not just you couldn't just ghost write it. You're not going to get like Stephen King to come in and write some really cracking Overwatch porn. It needs to be someone who knows Overwatch, I guess. So Sips, you play a lot of Overwatch. <laughs> Get on it. Yeah, I do. Yeah, okay, I will. I mean, yeah, I'll write like, some steamy Overwatch at school, romance novels. We we had like we we somebody found a couple of of books written by an author that were kind of like they were kind of fairly generic fantasy adventure books, but they would have sex scenes in that were very detailed, very explicit, and several pages long. Okay, right. we're talking not just you know fade to black kind of stuff. It was, was like it Game proper, of Thrones. No, it wasn't. And even Game of Thrones is, is a bit... Some of that is very descriptive as well, it's, though. It's, it's like... Well, Sam's fat pink shaft. It's stuff like that, <laughs> isn't it? It's like not It's not great. But, I mean, this guy Tilly was like... Tilly welcomed it. <laughs> 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 I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, anyway, John snores. 
<laughs> peanut <laughs> nipples. It's like what? It's like slightly odd. Anyway, um, yeah. no, but uh, so this this book was very well thumbed, and it had this sort of these this series of books had this sort of reputation amongst the. Uh, the, the school, you know, that had like the people, and you know, obviously the librarian had had no idea. It was like hidden pornography in the school library, kind of thing. Yeah, no, um, I don't think it's reasonable to expect that the librarians le- read every book in the library. We had the, we like had the um, the novelization of Romancing the Stone. Do you remember that movie with um, Michael Douglas? And yeah, yeah. I can't remember the the woman in it, but there were, it was an American novel. But there's a bit in it where it said he slapped her lightly on the fanny. So we didn't. We thought he was slapping her on the vagina. But we didn't right. understand. Yeah. So we like this book would go and say like if we found a dirty passage in a novel in the school library, it was like the most incredible thing to read. So it would pass around the <laughs> nice. entire class. Read that passage there. Read that bit. Slapped her on the fanny. <laughs> on the fanny. Why is he slapping her on the fanny? Like we couldn't understand it. <laughs> Caused a lot of confusion. A lot of confusion. Yeah, is that what are they the into girls getting? Like it? Just walk like, up to you know, and just smack her one right on the fanny and see what her reaction would be. But he it meant on yeah. the on the tush is what it meant. Yeah, maybe there's a community on the internet for that. Fanny like, fanny slapping. Let's fanny Google that. Slapping, yeah. So see, Google check, that. Check oh, it out. Google maybe it. that's a thing. Puss, maybe pussy that's slapping that's, videos. Maybe that's a thing. Maybe oh my god. god maybe god. that's a thing that women like to watch with their porns. They're like, oh wow, yeah, they really just do slap them right in the. F- oh, this is all this slap them really hard bondage stuff. All right, so here's well, that's, something. Uh, that's all we got time for on the podcast today, guys. <laughs> <laughs> to the internet. <laughs> Fuck. Hold it hey, together um, for like 10 minutes more. Holy shit. I know, Lewis, you're probably not so much, but Pyrian, I know you 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 like a bit of hip hop. You like a bit sure, of Sure, you know it. Um, I watched a series that was on Netflix, like a Netflix original called The Evolution of Hip Hop. Okay, cool. It's, it's like four episodes. They're like an hour long each. Okay. And it sort of starts with like, you know, like the like the the party music scene, like the like the break beats and yeah, stuff, yeah. like the cool herc stuff. And then slowly progresses through to like the birth of gangster rap. Yeah. And it's really good. It's really interesting. Awesome. Like even if you don't like the genre, it was it's just amazing that that these things just sort of came together the way that they did yeah. and created this style of music now that's massively popular. Yeah, like yeah, it's, uh, huge. it's so much more popular now than it was back in like the 80s and the oh, 90s but i mean like, it, it was big in the 90s but it was still seen as kind of not mainstream it like, was very yeah it was still pretty underground yeah. in the 90s like uh, like especially like the like gangster rap and stuff was you know like people were trying their best to fucking bury it yeah. because they you know it, they didn't it, it, it want was, kids it was listening the, to the it heavy metal of its day i think like when, yeah, when yeah. that was around yeah, that was much, like yeah. in the heavy metal when that was around in the 70s and the 80s that was seen as like yeah, the, yeah. the devil's music and then it was rap music, which was even worse in America, because to them it was like, not only was it bad for the kids, but black people were making it. So it's like double indemnity for, for white yeah. middle class America, I thought. It was kind of funny, but yeah, politicians but like, hated but it. white middle class America were like They were the ones listening to it, like it, that was it. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, because it was, you know, they, they, these, are, these were stories and, and recounts of situations and lifestyles that they didn't have any clue existed yeah. and so they, they it was their chance to fucking press their face against the window and, and be it's, fly it's on the absolutely wall sort of unrepentantly macho and masculine like it's all very yeah. sort of manly sort of, so young young yeah. guys are listening to this and thinking fuck this is amazing i'm yeah. a gangster because i wear the right hat yeah yeah but like uh even just like even just like hip-hop becoming hip-hop and like 
you know, the, 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 like the genre came about before rapping was even laid over it sort of yeah, thing, yeah. you know, like it was very much just like, you know, it, it was like old funk music, but they, they would just, you know, the, you know, in like old songs, like old funk songs and soul songs, they would almost have like a drum solo yeah, in the yeah, middle yeah. of the song. There's, there's they that would just one like, hook, isn't it? That's they the would just like, yeah, they hook. would just yeah. cut out those drum solos and then extend them and then bleed them into like other tracks yeah, like, yeah. like 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 the break tracks there was and, so and much reusing as well of like it's oh, sampling and stuff especially like the 80s and 90s the samp like the stuff that was sampled like like all the music basically was was sampled and resampled it was and, a real evolution actually because yeah. you could it was like samples going into samples going into yeah, samples yeah. you know i, th- I think i think, I think like way... the first album that didn't heavily sample was was the chronic by dre oh, i yeah? think a lot of the yeah i think a lot of there, I, there still was some sampling, but a lot of like the instrumentation and stuff was like um, sort of, you know, original, bespoke, right? I guess. I, I think yeah, the, the weird thing for me is that be, because of it grew from necessity, like the, the fact that they were sampling stuff and using hooks from other tracks to make their songs is because they didn't have access to those instruments. Like they're not going to get a, a, an orchestra to oh, play. Yeah. And there, there's or, a really interesting part in the documentary if you watch it, but basically like when... They sort of realized at, through, you know, people um, sort of pioneering it that they needed a mixer, they needed turntables and stuff. But yeah. like all this stuff was expensive. Like yeah, it yeah. wasn't you, your average Joe didn't just go out and buy this shit, you know. And then one one year in the summer, New York had this like huge blackout and it was like two or, two or three nights straight where there was just no power. So the city went crazy and there was just like looting and like mini rioting and stuff like that. And then the next week, all of a sudden, like all of these new DJs just appeared out of nowhere because they would just fucking raid these, like <laughs> they these, these all the stores and to... get all the equipment. Yeah. They get all the equipment and all these mixers and stuff. Wow. And then, yeah, it almost like helped like propel the genre as well. But doesn't that, really that kind of go to show really that it, imagine if you'd given those guys some kind of a grant or whatever to promote yeah. that industry or the industry had said, this could be big. We're going to give all these guys this gear. And some of it won't lead to anything, but some no, of it will. But the and we're going to make a fucking though, fortune. Like, at, the, at the time, disco was super big in New York. Yeah, yeah. And, and the scene was like, people would like dress up, wear suits and yeah, like, yeah. you know, nice I, dresses. I was and there like, in the They 80s. would do cocaine and everything. And like, you know, you had to have like a bit of money and you had to have like, you had to be of a certain class sort of thing. So yeah, it was like... Yeah. Nobody was touching like all like you know uh, hip hop or whatever. Like it was just like no, there's no way this is never gonna work and stuff. And like, it wasn't dis- disco until... music was. I mean, I remember in the eighties, like my parents' friends in New York, and they were they could, it was very glamorous. Like they'd go out a lot, and like they were low, yeah, yeah. They, they'd go out all the time, and you know go to clubs and stuff like that. And I knew all these these people, and I'm sure that they did a lot of cocaine. I know my parents did. And well, it's huge in the eighties. It was like, like the, in New York, like Amer- especially. It, was, it ravaged America in the eighties, yeah. like when it was. And then, but it wasn't. The... It wasn't for the poor. Like it, it. If you look back at it, no, as, yeah, it was fondly, like a designer drug. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It was, it was expensive all wealthy too. Yeah, yeah. So I, th- I think it's a crazy, lot of that yeah. stuff, um, like crack, and I think uh, the whole music scene was a reaction to the fact that most people just couldn't afford this uh, glamorous lifestyle, so they went for something that was cheaper and more sort of homegrown. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting. But yeah, check it out on Netflix. It's uh it's really good. Especially if you like the the music and the scenes and stuff. I, like I can recommend that watching for sure. I watched two biopics. I watched Sully and Deepwater Horizon. Um okay. both of which are like movies about events that happened like, you know, five three or three or four years ago now. But thought they were both 
very enjoyable. What's the, is the deep water we... one the one with uh, Marky Mark in it? Yeah. Is that the one with uh, the, I won't the, be on watching the oil that. Rig? Won't be watching that. I watched JK, Westworld. Yeah. I finished Westworld, like the whole thing. Hey, was that good? It's good, yeah. I don't. I, a lot of okay. people were losing their shit about it. It was good. It super um, drags in the middle. It does, yeah. Push, push through to the last episode, and it's really good. The last, yeah. you know, really, it's actually really, really good. It, it's, it pays off. It's worth my, it. My yeah, only problem with it. watching it in, like, I watched it in, like, three days. I just blitzed through the whole thing. Was that, first of all, it was, it's not kind of a, that cliffhangery kind of TV show. It's not like that. It's just a, it's a, a story told over ten episodes rather than That's a sort right. of next week on Westworld, yeah, yeah. you know. But so it builds up the story by the you'll understand when you watch it. But by the very nature of the show, it's very repetitive. Mm. Like in, in a way, it has to be. But when you watch it in series, like the way people do watch TV shows, they binge watch it nowadays. It doesn't actually lend itself to that because of that repetition. You'll see what I mean yeah. when you watch the show. But yeah. it is. I, good. I found that that's it why I found it a bit slow because yeah. of the, the repetitive nature. But I I, I did watch it more slowly than you. I found I couldn't watch more than one episode at yeah. once. It didn't. But work. it was nice to let it sit and digest. And I think it was a good. It was a really good message at the end. Well, not really a message, but it, it sort of, I don't know. Yeah, interesting. Interesting side stuff. Interesting Is it like a one season thing or is no, it they're apparently back? they're going to do No, they're going to do a season two. And there's going to be returning oh, characters and everything like that. I don't see how, but they are going to. Because Fargo, Fargo is a bit like that. Like the, 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 like the, the TV Fargo, you know, not, mm. not the movie. And like they did a season one and it was more or less the same story as, as the movie. If you've seen Fargo. Yeah. And then um, it ends and you're like, oh, shit, that's pretty cool. I guess that's it. Like, it, it, you know, they just like lengthen the story, added more stuff to it. But then there's like a season two and a season three and they're like different stories, but somehow they're all going to like um, sort of relate to each other yeah, somehow. Yeah. But they take place in different times. Like season two takes place in the 60s as opposed oh, to like the I, 90s. I, I've never watched it. I, I know a lot stuff. of people said it's good, so I, I should check it out. Yeah, it's really good. Season one was uh, was excellent. Mm, like I'll Billy do Bob that. Thor I'll watch that. Because I've got, I've got something to watch because I finished Westworld. So uh, I should watch yeah, that. Yeah, Narcos is another one. I finished I tried watching, watching season that. two of that. I tried watching good. that. It got, it got yeah. a little bit too like Scarface the TV show for me. And I'm just like... I know, but... It got there so quickly. It's like, oh, now he's, yeah. a, he's the Megadon, and that, I just kind of got yeah, bored Yeah, I mean, he, it, it, a lot of that did happen in real life. They fictionalized a bit of yeah, it for yeah. the TV show, but, you know, it's like, he was, he, like, at at a time, he was, like, one of the richest men in the whole world. Yeah, like, it's crazy. It's fucking crazy, yeah. But, no, it's it's worth watching. It's it. So, at the end of season two, not to spoil it or anything, because it is based on a real guy who uh, actually does get killed by the authorities, uh, he dies at right. the end, but uh, they leave it. They leave it open. I don't know if it's going to come back uh, for a season three, but if it does come back for a season three, it looks like it'll follow like the Cali cartel, which was like the rival cartel. Oh, okay. Because um, they built up some of the characters in season two, and it could be interesting, I guess. Like, um, but I mean, like the cocaine in Colombia just sort of um, by the end of the nineties is just like it's ridiculous, right? You love that like, whole thing. You're, that's a big. Co- you're you're it, big. Into it's that. completely sort yeah. of. Um, they 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 got it like and then sort of you're like all the cocaine production like the gangsters like the mafia the family yeah, all, all that. that stuff that's your that's your jam all right let's <laughs> do bodega and let's get it out of here because i'm a gangster irl that's why okay yeah Are you ready yeah real gangster <clears throat> bodega part death in the palace of the self-appointed king wabu there was a small cupboard beneath a grand staircase inside that cupboard a bulky humanoid form stood silent and still it was sleek, like a Horvathian air leopard. Its outer skin was dark charcoal grey, and so matte, it seemed to reflect almost no light at all. 
Its head was a simple, slightly tapered oblong with no protuberances or markings, a monolith of efficiency housing some of the most advanced sensors ever created by the Shrovian labs. Its body looked like someone had taken a human being and replaced the limbs with bits of old weaponry. The arms surely belonged to some battlecruiser turret or shoulder-mounted blast cannon. Its legs seemed to be the bones of some ancient war machine found dormant on a dusty world. Its torso looked like hell had carved it from the corpse of a fallen angel. It bore no markings, but it bore grudges. It wasn't so much programmed as evolved. A droid, this complex wasn't something you simply hacked together. It had to be created, and then nurtured as it devised its own stratagems and tactics. That evolution and growth came at a human cost. It had not only learnt to kill and destroy, it had learnt too who its true enemies were, and it could hate people. Its current situation was its least favourite according to its database, and it wanted revenge on the person responsible, who also happened to be the number one result in its search revenging. That person was King Wabu. Its sensors detected motion outside the cupboard. No doubt Wabu come to gloat again. The door opened, and the droid heard a familiar voice. Howdy, pard. You still the Varu I knew, it said. Processing <laughs> human bodega. Bodega, it said. What is purpose of visit? Dang, they still got you talking like that, huh? Said Bodega. Affirmative, said Varu. <laughs> well, pard, when I knew you, you were Varu. Those letters still stand for what they used to? Asked Bodega, tilting his hat back and leaning on the door jam. Affirmative, said Varu. Let's bust you out of here and get to work, said Bodega, smiling. He rested his hands on his gun belt. There is a problem, began Varu. Wabu, that fat old mork beast ain't any kind of problem, I assure you, Bodega said, turning and revealing what lay on the ground behind him. Wabu, hogtied and gagged. The king, as he called himself, shrunk in horror at the sight of Varu advancing on him. Where is my Tamagotchi? It asked. Mm, said Wabu. <laughs> Varu took hold of one of the king's pinkies and began crushing it delicately between its super-powered fingers. Mm, said Wabu with more urgency. Hold up, said Bodega. What in the world is a Tamagotchi? Ancient toy from old earth. Varu had last one in existence, had kept alive for centuries. Wabu stole, said Varu, getting more angry and flattening Wabu's finger completely. Screamed Wabu, nodding towards his belt with the only motive part of him. Varu examined the king's belt and found a small pouch containing the precious Tamagotchi, its casing worn down almost to nothing, but its tiny screen and artificial creature still visible. But the tiny creature, instead of being alive and happy, was now simply a tombstone. Varu said nothing for a long time. <laughs> Wabu began crying. Tears ran down his face and pooled on the grand marble floor. He looked up at his fabulous ceiling and wept. It was the last time he would get to see the subtlety in its design, the grandiose sweep of its archers and buttresses. Varu rose slowly and turned to Bodega. My son is dead! And a single oily tear pooled at a point on its monolithic face. Pooled at a point on its monolithic face where Bodega assumed its eyes would be and slithered down, plinking off the armor of its chest. Bodega considered the droid. He pulled down his hat, took a big old hit off his mega vape and sighed. Does Varu still stand for very angry robot unit? He asked. Varu turned to him. You know it, bitch, said Varu, <laughs> before stamping on Wabu's head with the force of a rutting grunk. The royal skull exploded, and Varu turned calmly to Bodega, its head cocked slightly to the side. Bodega looked and saw what it was indicating, a small red oval on its neck. Wabu, fingerprint, it said, and Bodega understood. 
He hacked off Wabu's index finger and held it to the red oval. Ah, that's better, said Varu. That voice control unit made Wabu laugh. He held me hostage here, humiliating me, forcing me to toil as a simple servant. Over my head, the constant threat that he would kill my Tamagotchi. Now that it's dead and Wabu is dead, I am free. But my sadness circuits are completely overloaded. I will never kill again, said Varu. Farve! Well, what if we get you another Tamagotchi, said Bodega. Or you could just reboot me, said Varu. Cool, said Bodega. And they got the Disco Volante and flew away. The end. <laughs> oh, man. What an episode. Fucking the oily tear as well. Oh. It's like the icing on the cake. This Shit. is it. This is this is how he starts forming the the crack team. Recruit the, tr- the crack team of, of ne'er-do-wells. Yeah. Nice. Fucking I, I think of it, it a little bit like Ocean's, you know, yeah. Ocean's films, you know, where he has to get yeah. together like all of the old contacts. The best of the best. That's always my favourite. That's always my favourite job. Yeah. And There's they, always, always like the crazy weird... guy who's good at bombs. He's <laughs> yeah, like, bomb guy. Has anybody seen Gary? <laughs> He's just like... Blowing something up. Get, so blowing blows open up a bank or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's some hacking guy. There's a beautiful woman. There's yeah. There's all the, all those kind of yeah. people in those things. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna come fatale. up with uh, eight more people that are kind of uh, messed up. So a Tamigo- nice. Tamagotchi obsessed robot is the first one. I thought that was kind of. But funny. he's rebooted now, so is he gonna forget about the Tamagotchi? No, completely? but his sadness circuits will reset. So he'll oh, be okay. Nice. Sadness. Okay. Nice. I think his voice should stay as the um, robot voice. <laughs> you I like, like that a lot more? Yeah, I, I like thought, the robot voice. It's, too, yeah. it's a little too much. I did prefer it, but I thought, do I want to do this stupid voice every time Varu says something? Yeah, yeah. You killed my son. <laughs> 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 yeah, I like that. All right, I like we'll, that. Set it, we'll set it back. All right. Well, that is all we got time for today everyone thank you for listening to travels podcast this week we will see you next time cheers bye 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 bye